0: The Andy Griffin Show,
1: the number one talk show in St. George, starring Andy Griffin. And good Monday morning to you. It is the third day of February 2020. And didn't January go quick? I had actually had someone that was someone here on staff come up to me and say, Man, January has just dragged on. This month has lasted forever. And I was like, Wait, wait, January's over? Really? I mean, it was a fast month. It felt like it to me anyway. Uh, good morning to you. This is the Andy Griffin Show. I am Andy Griffin, and I'm uh, glad to have you along. Of course, yesterday was the big Super Bowl game, and uh, a couple of interesting things came up during the game, and I'd like to get your input if you're interested uh, at 673-5890. First of all... Uh, I have a relative who is a huge 49ers fan, and right after the game, they were all over social media talking about how the officials cost the Niners the game. Uh, I've felt similar things when my team has lost in the past, but I never went to social media about it. And I just wonder, those of you that watch the game, uh, your thoughts on that. Do you feel like that uh, the officials had anything to do with the result of that game uh, or not? I don't know. I, to me. I mean, there was one maybe questionable call in, at the end of the first half on that long pass catch. I mean, it was clearly offensive pass interference, but I've seen worse not go not go called. Um, so, you know, there's that. Uh, I didn't really see a lot of other stuff that, that really was, I mean, there was a pass interference on the Niners, but it was a pretty obvious one at the end of the first half or, or maybe, yeah, I think it was the end of the first half. Uh, other than that, it, it seemed to be fairly well officiated. Um, so I I don't know I don't know I thought the Niners got as many breaks as the Chiefs and uh, I, I didn't feel like it was one sided uh, to either either direction uh, the officiating. The other thing, of course, was uh, the halftime show. Holy cow! Now, do you remember back in the early '80s there was a show called Solid Gold? And uh, if you don't remember it, I'll I'll refresh your memory a little bit. It was basically a pop music show. It was on uh, primetime. It was an hour-long show in primetime. And uh, they'd have, uh, you know, whatever songs singers were hot at the time come on and perform. And uh, they would have dances by, they called them the Solid Gold Dancers. And uh, it was, you know, as as a teenager, I was a teenager in the 80s, as a teenager... I loved the show. I thought it was pretty awesome. But I got to tell you, even then, even as a, you know, 15, 16-year-old boy, I was like, "They're not wearing a whole lot. I mean, those outfits they're wearing are pretty uh, risque. And, uh, you know, I maybe wasn't complaining so much as noting it when I was that age, but my parents certainly complained about it. Well, now the proverbial shoe's on the other foot. I am a parent of a couple of teenage girls. And as we sat and watched the halftime show yesterday with, JLO and Shakira performing. I was, uh, I guess, a little bit uh, taken aback would be a good word for it. I wouldn't say I was offended, but I wasn't uh, impressed with the lack of clothing and the uh, gestures being made by the, the dancers. And the crazy thing about it, here's the thing that gets me, okay? So as long as there have been, you know, shows, uh, pop shows with, with, with female in particular dancers, uh, they've, they've tended to make gestures that were definitely, I think, lewd, uh, and oftentimes wear very little clothing, which was the case last night. Uh, but, um, the thing about it that that I didn't realize, okay, Shakira was first, she had, I don't know, five minutes of songs and gesturing and stuff and then J-Lo came on and, and Shakira took it back and, you know, I, I I was like, well, you know, J-Lo, come on, you're 50 years old. I mean, I'm, I, I know you've worked hard on your body, but, you know, you got, she, by the way, J-Lo has two 11-year-old kids, twins, and one of them's a boy, and I'm thinking, J-Lo, do you do you feel good about, you know, I'm I, uh, the kids were probably there or if not, they're watching it in the green room or on TV somewhere. You okay with going out there with that little teeny strap across your crotch in front of your kid. Are, are you okay with that? And uh, my daughter commented, well, they're probably very rich. And uh, the, their kid's opinion is uh, you just keep bringing in the millions mom. And we don't care what you do. Kind of sad there. But anyway, that was kind of a sidelight. So, JLo's 50, same age as my wife. And, uh, by the way, both of them have taken very nice care of their bodies. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I, I feel like JLo's kind of fallen off. She was kind of the princess of America when she was on American Idol. And, then for her, you know, to, to do her, her performances have definitely gotten more risque in my opinion, in the last couple of years since she left American Idol and American Idol kind of died and stuff and then came back. But, um, Shakira, I'm thinking. All right, she's probably 25 and doing her thing, and maybe 30. And you know, I mean, that, that that at least is a little more appropriate age-wise. And and then I found out today that Shakira is 43 years old. She is not a youngster. I mean, I guess if you're 80, then 43 is is a youngster. But that that is not. You know, that is not. Spring chicken, age forty-three years old. Uh, obviously, these two, like I said, have uh, worked very hard on on their bodies. And I guess it's you know if you work hard, you you go to any gym. Like I, I go to, uh, I go to one of the gyms in town here, and there's a lot of people posing, a lot of posers, a lot of people posing and showing off their bodies. And they worked hard on them, I guess, and that's their prerogative to do that kind of thing. Uh, I just ignore them and do my thing in my sweatpants or whatever. But uh, I, I, just, I just don't understand why, why we think it's okay in this, in this day and age of, uh, you know, empower women. Women, you know, should be taken seriously. Women belong in the business world. There's, I mean, there was a commercial during the Super Bowl for a female football coach that is an assistant on the 49ers team. And I'm thinking, you know, and I think it ran pretty close to halftime. And I'm thinking to myself, so women want respect and they want you know, to be taken seriously and they don't want to be treated like an object, a sex object. And then they come out and put on a halftime show like that. I mean, it was basically a Vegas stripper show without the pasties. I mean, I, I don't, it, it confuses me a bit, I guess is, is the point I'm trying to make that why, why in this day and age when we've come so far, you've come a long way, baby, you know, you know, the commercial, you know, the, the saying, And then for them to come out and just you know, and there were a couple of guys performed on the stage, a rapper and some other guy, and they were fully dressed. Although the one guy was, he looked like an astronaut. Astronaut, he had silver, big giant silver thing on with a hat, almost like a helmet. But I just, I don't know. I, I just don't understand what the point of the super. I guess entertainment. I guess if you like that sort of thing, you go to those sort of movies. I don't know. What do you think? Six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number. Let's go to the phone lines. We have a short show today with U coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, Seth, what's up, man?
2: I agree with you 100%. I didn't watch the entire uh, uh, program uh, on uh-huh. purpose yesterday yeah. uh, for that reason, because uh, I, I have a feeling that this is not a good influence on our, our brains and stuff. But I also find out that uh, the same kind of thing is going on on your radio station.
1: On my radio station?
2: Well, uh, do you own it? No. No, KDXU, so okay. there's management involved. It's, it's my but...
1: baby, but yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> uh, but do you know who Big and Rich is?
1: They're country duo, right?
2: Yeah, and they sing on your station almost, uh, I think, every day of the week.
1: Oh, they're doing a theme song for, uh, is it Hannity's show? Twice. Each time they come on,
2: they say uh, a clip of their song. Right. And and I'm just going to ask you, uh, if you want a bang in your Mm yin-yang, come along with me. Yeah. Twice. Every hour, seven days a week. Times three.
1: Now, uh, a good point. In fact, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I actually pondered that probably I don't know a few months ago when I was listening to Hannity and going, I "Wonder what they, I wonder what he's trying to put across when he plays that particular line of that particular song."
2: And it's, if we're talking about Chinese uh, spiritualism, it would be yin, yin. not ying. Entry. But, you know, nobody pays really any attention to pronunciation. But Hannity must really like that, or his producer, because he never plays that on Fox News when he's the big-time anchor. But he hmm. plays it, you know, a, a, I haven't done the math yet, but it's it's a constant thing. And I'm wondering if there's a way to just maybe turn off the, that intro, because I think it's just like J-Lo. Uh, I think it's inappropriate.
1: I, I actually agree with you on this one, Seth. I, I have listened to that, and I thought, why? what's the point of this? I mean, it, it doesn't sound good if you have of a mind to interpret it a certain way. It's, it's definitely it's sexual of nature, and I, and I don't understand what it has. It has anything to do with Sean Hannity's show.
2: Exactly. We're gonna fly into your town. We're gonna we're 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 gonna fly higher than an airplane, and, and we're gonna sing you a country song and play our guitar.
1: My, oh, okay. My uh, only guess is that maybe he became friends with these guys, this big and rich guys. I don't even know what their real names are, but and maybe he figures that that gives him a little a little bit of cachet, maybe a little little prestige to the show. What, what do you think?
2: I, I don't think so at all. I think it's intended for the very purpose, and I'm glad to think I'm the only person that uh, is questioning why I should hear that, and I don't hear it. I, I turn. I'm not a big fan of Sean Hannity. It's repeat and repeat. It's continual. Mm-hmm. If you pay it, if you watch him in the evening, he's going to say the same thing he did all day. And and so I think maybe it's time easier to find a way to edit that. Are you required to, to to carry this theme song?
1: We are uh, obligated to play every second of Sean Hannity, unfortunately. There Zola.
2: you go. Yeah. Okay, so if he wants to play that way and we can't, uh, or the station uh, wants to put offensive kind of things on the air, just like J-Lo and the rest of them, uh, well, then people will start turning that off because... I really, uh, I assume young people listen to that and they get this idea. The only spicy thing in in, uh, Sean Hannity is these intro uh, singers singing something that I don't think should be planted in our subconscious.
1: Yeah, yeah, good call. Hey, I've got three people on hold, so I'm going to let you go, Seth. But a good, you, good take today. Good point today. I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly, actually. And and I wish, honestly, legally, uh, we are obligated to play every second of the Sean Hannity show as part, as per our contract. I don't love his intro theme at all. All right. Uh, oh, oh, I just went. Was going to go to line three, and they hung up. So we'll go to line four. Caller, you're on with Andy. How are you this morning?
3: Hi, Andy. Um, I didn't watch the game, but that doesn't keep me from having an opinion.
4: Okay. Fire Um, away.
3: (laughs) uh, First of all, you you have to understand that nothing screams respect for women like gyrating your body parts (laughs) in front of millions of people. So you need to get on board with this, Andy.
1: Okay. I guess I'm Um, out of touch.
3: But another issue that you didn't mention um, and I think is relevant is the rapper um, Jay-Z um owns is yeah my understanding it, um part of the NFL. And um I'd read I didn't see it but I read that Jay Z and his wife Beyonce did not stand for the um for
1: the national anthem, yeah.
3: National anthem. So his influence might be part of um what's going on with the um disgraceful um halftime show.
1: Yeah, so. he he does I I don't know about ownership but I know he ha, he was appointed a few months ago to be the official music director for the National Football League. Uh, well, there you go. He has yeah. something to do with it. Yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, good call on that. How do you feel about him not standing? Does it make you angry?
3: It doesn't surprise me. No, he's not worth my anger, but uh, um good point. I think his, his um industry has contributed more harm and um aggregation to women mm-hmm. than probably well then probably 90 percent of um, other kinds of entertainment yeah. so there you go
1: all right thanks for the call appreciate okay. that bye yeah, I uh, you know, uh, again, Jay-Z, Beyonce did not stand for the National Anthem. It's funny, I, the, I saw a tweet, just, just moments, I was on Twitter, I admitted, after, during the game, and I saw a tweet moments after the National Anthem that said, yeah, Beyonce, Jay-Z, I know you're so oppressed in this country with all the millions and millions of dollars that, that we give you here in the United States that I can understand you making a social statement just like Colin Kaepernick and the millions he made in the NFL Obviously dripping with sarcasm, but uh, they were then invited by this particular person tweeting to go find another country that maybe gives them a little more respect. All right, let's go. Let's go back to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with Andy this morning. How are you? You there? Try again. Are you there? Well, shoot, they're not there. All right, let's go. Uh, over here to line four. Caller, you're on with Andy this morning. We have only a couple of minutes left. What's on your mind? Is this me? Yeah, that's you. Fire away. I
4: guess it is. Hey, um, as for the halftime show, yeah, um, why not turn it off like I did? Okay. Mm-hmm. I know exactly pretty much how long it's going to last. Why watch it? Why, why let your kids watch it as I turned it off in front of my sons? We talked about things like, uh, how we are bombarded with sexual innuendo and everything that they do and everything they see. And it's an attempt to cut out the legs of what we hold cherish. And then nothing, nothing at all is uh, in our country is, is worth saving if they keep doing this to us. Why not just turn it off? But there's sexual innuendo everywhere. What about our Senator? Here, delecto. What about oh that?
1: Oh boy! Yes. Does that you're right.
4: bother anybody? Is that not? Is that not a sexual connotation? And he said, "Say moi, it is me." He he owned up to it.
1: Oh yeah. You know? For sure. Yep. Yep. Good take. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I I probably should have turned it off. I did not turn it off. I watched it. I guess I used the excuse that well, I'm doing research. <laughs> I don't know. I. I, I sat there with my wife and my two teenage daughters, and we watched it. And you know, and I made the the comments that a lot of us older people go, do: "Is I, I can't believe she's doing that. What? That's disgusting." But I did watch it, so maybe I'm a hypocrite. Collar, you're on with Andy this morning. Got about a minute. What's on your mind? Good morning. Morning.
0: I don't watch the football. I gave up on that a while back for all of the reasons stated by everybody here. Uh huh and i agree i agree with everybody and i'll I'll tell you what we've been we've been with as far as the halftime show went we've been being i don't know indoctrinated with that stuff for years madonna yeah uh those singers and stuff doing that stuff and that's a good. It's a reason why I don't watch it. That and then the sitting and stuff. I just think the NFL. My 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 comment today is the NFL. I think has gone to heck. You know, it's not like when we were growing up and they were um, role models and positive role models and stuff. And there there still is some. There still is some for sure. But in general, I just I I haven't watched it in a long time and and for those very reasons. That's that's my comments on it. All
1: right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it today. We've gotta get a weather break in and the vibrant news show is coming up. Hang in there folks. We've got Southern Utah's most accurate and dependable forecast. Here's Devin Lucy. Snow for Cedar City will come to an end by later on tonight. With a winter snow warning today,
0: another two to four inches of snow possible. Highs only to the upper 20s, mid 20s, some sunshine Tuesday. St George low 40s through the rest of the day, some sunnier skies, and only around 40 on Tuesday. With Southern Utah's most accurate and dependable forecast, I'm ABC 4 News meteorologist Devin Lucy. The Piano Gallery and Lowry Organ Center invite you to their showroom in the Bloomington Courtyard. Ask about music for seniors' classes. Live better through music at the Piano Gallery and Lowry Organ Center.
1: Let's talk a little bit about well, now. Let's talk about the weather first. 36 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Very windy outside. It's going to be 15 to 25 miles per hour all day, with gusts up to 40 miles per hour. In St. George, it's still snowing and cold in Cedar, 16 degrees right now up in Iron County, 41 down in Mesquite, 33 right now. In Hurricane did want to talk about Joe Shoney, local loan consultant, focusing on customer service. Joe does fantastic online, 300 reviews, averaging 4.91 stars, including uh, this review. Joe gets right to business, finds solutions to potential problems, communicates at any hour, is knowledgeable, has my best interest, and is kind. What more could be expected? That was Scott at the socialsurvey.me website. And Catherine said Joe and his team were all professional, efficient, and friendly throughout the entire process. Give Joe Shoney a call today, 435-590-6300 or joe.shoney at nafinc.com.